0: Okay, booker Tov everybody. So in this section on tefillah and prayer, Rabbi Foyer has one last uh, paragraph over here, one last section based on the Sefer Chovot HaVavot Chovot. is a very early medieval work uh, of Jewish ethics, Jewish, somewhat, some, a little bit of Jewish philosophy, um, And he quotes here from one of the sections called Sharchesh Bon HaNefesh, which is the the gate within the book, the section within the book that deals with introspection and self-reflection. So here he gives detailed instructions on how to prepare for prayer. A person wants to approach tefillah, so what should he be thinking about before he approaches HaKadosh Baruch Hu in tefillah? So many of these ideas are ideas either that we mentioned earlier in this section or that uh, we alluded to, but now we're going to elaborate on or so that is hopefully to summarize summarize some things and to elaborate on some things. So the first thing he says, number one, one must disengage himself from this world and free his mind of any thro- any thoughts which will distract his attention from prayer. So we spent a lot, a lot of time a couple of shiurim ago elaborating on this idea that his mind must be directed towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, having awareness that he's standing in front of Hashem. And even though he's praying for the matters of this world, but he's praying for them within a spiritual context. He's praying for them within the context of focusing on using those things to serve Hashem and uh, the glory of Hashem to be magnified through his actions and through his being given the things that, and through Hashem giving him the things that he needs when it, when it becomes clear that Hashem provides these things, so the glory of Hashem is magnified. So these are uh, parts of the the results of a person having the correct thoughts and uh, awareness that he's standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and uh, removing any distracting thoughts from his mind. So that's number one. And then number two is one should seriously take to heart that he stands before his Maker and should carefully choose both the words and the themes he intends to contemplate, which is very, very Interesting. So today we pretty much have a set tefillah. However, there are spaces in which a person can insert his own requests, especially in the tefillah, the Barachav of Shema Kolenu. A person can insert his or her own request in that. Section. And so perhaps a person should reflect and think a little bit before one begins that section and think about the words that he or she wants to use, the themes to contemplate. That's part one of this idea. And part two is even the words that are already fixed, that are defined based on the tefillah, based on the uh, text that the Anshayi Knesset HaGadolah, the Men of the Great Assembly, established for us within the tefillah, where they helped us determine what are the important things to pray for, and they gave us a direction and text and uh, specificity within our prayers. However, if a person would have a, a big meeting, right? so even if a person had a, a, a preset text that he or she planned on presenting at this big meeting, he wouldn't just walk in and just read from the piece of paper, right? He'd want to know what he's saying before. He'd want to be prepared. He'd want to understand it so that he can not just say it, but say it with meaning, say it with intention, uh, and even the inflection of voice, which is not as important in this case, but it also is a reflection of a person's understanding. So uh, that's why even though we deal with a fixed text, it's very important that, we understand the fixed text. We do the best we can to understand the words that we're saying before we face HaKadosh Baruch Because we're coming, we're, we're asking Hashem for life, we're asking Hashem for parnasah, for Rifuah for health, for wisdom, for redemption, for many, many other very, very important things. So it's important that we understand what we're asking for. We understand the words. We choose our words carefully and we understand the words that we're, are chosen for us. We understand that words, those words carefully as well. And then he uh discusses a third issue. So he says, Understand this well. The words of prayer enunciated by the mouth are merely the shell. Words are just the shell. The actual text, the words, that's just the outer part. So what fills the shell? The heart's meditation upon these words, what we call kavana is the internal kernel. I mean, what fills the shell is the the kavanah, the intention that a person had, what comes out of a person's heart, how a person feels, how a person relates and connects to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. at the time of tefillah. That's the inner kernel. That's what fills the shell. So he says the words, and this is something we've mentioned before, that the words are like the body of the prayer while the meditation, the thought, the focus is the soul of the prayer. It's like a guf and a a body and a soul. The words are just the physical form. It's just the vocalization. It's just the your the vibration of your vocal cords. But that doesn't have any uh, inherent meaning per se. It's only, the, you know, it's necessary. One cannot fulfill the mitzvah of without it. However, but it's really the uh, what we call uh, what, or what the... Rambam seems to describe really based on the Gemara. The Gemara says, Avodah Shibalev." It's the, when the Gemara wants to de- derive from the Pesukim, from the verses that there's a, a commandment, an obligation to, to pray. So the Gemara has at least the two Pesukim, but the one that we're more familiar with is the Pasuk, Ulu Ovdo, Ulu Ovdo Bechol Levachem. So we person is um exhorted, is encouraged, perhaps commanded to serve Hashem with his entire heart. So the Gemara says, what's called service in the heart. So the Gemara says, So the is known as service of the heart. It's also very interesting that the Gemara chooses, uses the term avodah or service to describe Tefillah. First of all, there's the parallel to the avodah, the Beit HaMikdash, the service in the Beit HaMikdash. We know there's a strong connection between the Korbanot and the Tefillot, according to one opinion of the Gemara, and perhaps even according to the conclusion of the Gemara, the Tefillot are very intimately connected with the korbanot. That's one part. And also, but there's an avodah, there's a service in that, there's a certain amount of effort that it takes that a person should have focus during the tefillah, should have awareness during the tefillah, is in front of a Kadosh Hu. So, all those things together, the real uh, soul of the prayer is the kavanah, it's the live. it's the heart. That when a person has in mind what he's saying, understands what he's saying, and is thinking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu and connecting to Hashem through the tefillah, so then he has the soul as well to the Tifilah. And he says here, that one to only with his tongue while his mind wanders, his mind is talking, thinking about what's going on today, what's going on tomorrow, business, all these other things. So obviously that's natural that a person's mind wanders, but a person has to always be trying to rein in his thoughts to be focused or his thoughts to be focused on the tifilah. So he says if he's praying with his tongue, with his mind wandering, so then he says it's like an empty bottle, empty body or a husk devoid of a kernel. It's just the shell, just the outside, but without the inside. And he, he gives a mashal, a very interesting uh, parable over here, about a servant whose master has just returned home from a journey. So now, the servant, instead of going himself to greet the master, he sends his children to greet the master, but he ignores the presence of his master. So the, the master, obviously, can get very angry because it's disrespectful. Why did he come himself? Why did he only send his kids? So he says, if the heart sends the body and the mouth to greet the Almighty in prayer. If the heart sends the body in the mouth, and the heart doesn't come itself, so then it turns its attention elsewhere. It's like the servant. It's like the the servant who sends his uh, children, children. He doesn't go himself. He sends his messengers. But the heart, that's the real the real part of the human being that needs to go out and greet HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So um, to bring true Nacha roch to a person needs to make sure that his heart is involved in the tefillah as well. And then he concludes, the section concludes that, Uh, it is only proper that you realize that what prayer really is. What is it? It's the passionate yearning of the soul for Hashem and it's utter surrender before Him. So what's true Tifilah? This is the conclusion from the Chavot HaLevavot that it's really, it's about the the yearning of the soul for Hashem, and the soul being, well, being willing to surrender before HaKadosh Baruch It's all about the soul. It's not about necessarily the words. The words are only the physical form, which is absolutely necessary, but it's really the heart that matters. It's really the intention that matters that comes with the tefillah and that comes behind the tefillah. Okay, have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuf.